Good morning, it's Thursday, August 19th, and this is the Herald Review's podcast, The Daily Chirp. We're excited to bring you a closer look at one of our top stories, events in the community, local history, sports, and more. Today, the Douglas Port of Entry is poised to become a state-of-the-art facility, with plans to shift all commercial trucks to a new port of entry just west of it. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some local history. Did you know that El Jefe is an adult male North American jaguar that was seen in Arizona? From November 2011 to late 2015, El Jefe was the only wild jaguar verified to live in the United States. He was first recorded in the Whetstone Mountains in November 2011 and was later photographed over several years in the Santa Rita Mountains. He has not been seen since 2015 and it is presumed that he returned to Mexico where the nearest breeding population of jaguars is located. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. Benson Hospital's comprehensive rehabilitation team strives to get you back on your feet and improve your lifestyle, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy. For more information, visit BensonHospital.org or call 520-586-2262. Now our feature story. The Douglas Port of Entry is poised to become a state-of-the-art facility with plans to shift all commercial trucks to a new port of entry five miles to the west. U.S. Senator Mark Kelly explained that a new bill would dedicate $216 million for the new Douglas Port of Entry. $184 million of it would go towards rehabilitation at the current Douglas Port of Entry. Kelly, who paid a visit to the Douglas POE in May, saw firsthand the condition of the aging port. A consortium of partners including Douglas Regional Economic Development Corporation, Douglas International Port Authority, Douglas Industrial Development Authority, and Cochise County have been working to improve the border crossing experience for goods and people. Efforts have focused on a two-port solution that would redirect commercial traffic to a new facility. Officials say the Raul H. Castro port of entry is outdated, overburdened, and in desperate need of significant investments to modernize. In 2017, the port was the gateway for approximately 60,000 trucks, 3.5 million cars, and 8 million people in two-way traffic, making Douglas one of Arizona's principal gateways for trade and tourism with Mexico. The continual flow of oversized and overweight trucks that support major mining and smelter developments in Cananea and Nacozari de Garcia, Sonora, disrupt cross-border traffic for hours at a time and can pose a threat due to hazardous materials transported by tanker trucks. Rerouting the truck traffic out of the downtown area will allow the existing port to be dedicated to pedestrian, vehicular, and bus traffic. And a modernized port will support expansion of the downtown business and retail sectors to serve the millions of visitors from Mexico that spend approximately $740 million a year in the community, Bisbee, and Sierra Vista. The new commercial port of entry will be located on county land five miles west of the city on 80 acres on James Ranch Road at the border. Douglas Mayor Hewish was happy to hear the news and said they're grateful that Senator Kelly understands the unique needs of border towns like Douglas. The last major uh, renovation was done in 1993. So it's just been very minor things that have been done these past few years. I can't stress enough the importance of this for not only Douglas, but the entire state. We currently cross about $4 billion worth of goods through our little port of entry right here. 
And we anticipate that that will over, once it's built, that over those five years it will double. It'll be the shot in the arm that Douglas has never seen. And we understand we're in a corner of the state, but this creates so many more possibilities to be able to enhance our trade with Mexico. People are going to want to come through here. And, you know, our other ports of entry in San Luis and Nogales, we all have issues. We all need improvements. And so as we work together in, for the state of Arizona, the good of the state of Arizona, I think we all, we all benefit. The state and the county will be responsible for the roads and infrastructure, and they'll definitely be able to use the additional funding in the bill to do so. Cochise County Board of Supervisors member Ann English said she's ecstatic to see it in the Senate bill. The county has been working for years to get the two-port solution for the Douglas ports. The county has already hired Stantec to provide the engineering plan for roads, sewer, fiber optics, and water for the new port, she said. Learn more about this story at myheraldreview.com. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Here at Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista, we're inviting seniors to a free webinar on Friday, July 30th with Dr. Rob Winningham, an expert on aging, on how to maintain and improve our memories. To register, visit momanddaddeservethebest.com. Again, that's momanddaddeservethebest.com. Next, Arizona Arts Academy, a new hybrid school in Hereford, was forced to close last Wednesday because of storm damage. But two local contractors came to the school's rescue. Aaron Kerr, the owner of Mr. Fixit of Sierra Vista, and Isaac New of New Construction purchased materials and sent crews out to the school property to repair the damage at no cost. Brad Richardson, who co-owns the school with his wife, Darcy, said they had three lightning strikes on the property. Richardson praised the employees of both contractors for going above and beyond and doing what was needed to get the school reopened for the kids. Every year, Mr. Fixit commits to a couple of community service projects. When Kerr saw the damage at Arizona Arts Academy, he immediately reached out to the Richardsons and offered to make the repairs. And New Construction had eight crew members working on drywall repairs across the school campus. Next, we're excited to tell you about an upcoming event in our community. Brought to you by our sponsors, Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative. You are probably spending a lot more quality time at home these days, keeping you and your family safe. And that can present some opportunities that you usually don't experience. Like maybe laughing together at a funny movie, or screaming together at a scary movie, pitching in to make a special dinner, or maybe you're keeping in touch with friends and relatives and other places on your devices. And it just so happens that many of the activities we're sharing with each other are made possible by electricity. At Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, we know that you are depending on us both for fun and serious needs. And we want you to know that we're here for you day and night, sunshine or storm, easygoing times or trying times like now, making sure you're getting the power that you need every day to meet your needs. For over 85 years, through all kinds of tough times, we've been there for our members. And even though you may not see us, we're here for you now. Sulphur Springs Valley Electric Cooperative, owned by those we serve. Blues in Bisbee will be here before you know it. Mark your calendars for September 18th for some great food, fun vendor booths, and of course, awesome music. You won't want to miss this year's headliner, Black Cat Zydeco. See you there. Also, we're excited to announce that the Herald Review media team has just launched a local e-commerce website specifically for Cochise County businesses to sell their products and services. 
Now you can shop 24-7 online at your favorite local businesses participating on loveshoplocalaz.com. Check it out. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Donis Pearl Self, who was born in 1941 in Collins, Mississippi. Donis was a proud mother of four children, 15 grandchildren, and 11 great-grandchildren. Donis worked for the civil service at the Fort Huachuca base in Sierra Vista for 25 years as a contracting officer. She loved spending time with her family, gardening, working on her puzzle books, and passionately talking about politics. Donis is very much missed by her whole family. She always had an ear to lend, experience to share, and always, without fail, an opinion to let you know about. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate her life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. Join us again on Friday. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. For more information on any of the stories you heard about today, visit us at myheraldreview.com. Right now, you can become a member starting at just $1.99 per week. Want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. Thank you.